It's been another inexcusable gap between podcasts, but this time I do have an excuse. I've been to the district conference, I've been to the multi-district president-elect leadership seminar, and now I'm back. This is episode 29 of 5-Minute Forest Hill. Over those two weekends, I got a chance to see some great speakers and learn a lot of useful information. Membership and recruitment was high on the agenda, and so was the future direction of Rotary. We're very close to achieving our flagship international project, eliminating polio, which is great news, but we should always be looking around for the next challenge, and that search has to start now. What's Rotary's next big accomplishment going to be? In what direction will we take this organization? The focus on peace fellowships gives us some clues to where we may go, but there are other opportunities. Clean water, economic development, and maternal and child health are also areas we can focus on. So, Rotary International seems pretty well sorted. It's a strong organization, well regarded by philanthropists, NGOs, the UN, individual state governments, and the auditing groups that assess charities. When people have heard of Rotary, they think highly of it. The clubs, on the other hand, continue to be a problem. While there are areas of strong growth in countries comparatively new to Rotary, established clubs in those areas with the longest history of Rotary presence are finding it very hard to recruit and keep new members. I started a new job recently. I was shopping for a suit, went into a men's clothing store, and was helped by a very nice salesman. Even better, they had a sale on. Some very nice woolen suits in exactly the color I was looking for. The problem came when I tried on the jacket and pants. I'll be honest, I'm not particularly tall. Five foot nine in the old money, and a little wider than I'd like to be. Again, I'll pull out the hip replacement recovery card to excuse my weight gain, but as I move past four months since the operation, that excuse seems less impressive. In any case, the suit I was trying on did not fit quite right. No combination of jacket and pants was working. The salesman started to suggest taking the sleeves up, hemming the pants, taking the waist in slightly. If I did those things, I'd have a suit that fit me at the end of it. But the cost of the extra tailoring was nearly equivalent to the suit. It was the wrong choice for me. One of the speakers at the leadership seminar, Claudia Trave, had some useful, if brutally honest, messages for Rotarians. She's a dynamic young woman who arrived in Australia in 2013 for work and academic study in the field of marine ecology. She wanted to join a local Rotaract club in Townsville. She was told that none existed, and so she started one. She has a confronting message. Rotaractors will not save your club. You cannot bring a 30-year-old into a club that does not fit them, and emergency alterations are not the answer, particularly not if there are other better options available to them. Young people want to improve the world. They want to be involved in projects, and they want their lives to have purpose. But they want to do so in a way that fits them and fits the way that they live their lives and in a setting that feels natural and comfortable to them. I attended a little Rotaract meeting two months ago, and I can tell you, they zipped through the minutes and the agenda. They didn't hang around having a meal. They wanted short, sharp, firm decisions made on the issues at hand. It was a breakneck pace. They were not there for fellowship, even if they were friends with their fellow Rotaractors. As they age out of Rotaract, they're going to look for something that offers them a similar feel. If they test out a Rotary Club meeting, and they think they have to make too many changes to themselves, or if the club starts to explain how they'll make exceptions to accommodate a new member, there is no point. It's not a good deal, either for the club or the potential member. And the best thing that could happen is for that Rotaractor to be pointed to a more suitable club 
and for the Rotary member to pass on some contact details. What's appealing about your club to a young person? What's appealing about my club? I enjoy it, but how would I sell it to a younger person? I'm not sure I can. So, I'm going to have to develop some new ideas. And that work starts now. This is Mike Fink for 5-Minute Forest Hill.